Welcome to Phoenix Rising. I am your host, Kaylee Montoya Houston. I am a certified personal trainer and online nutrition coach. I will be joined by my co-host, Julie Montoya Houston. This show will cover all aspects of fitness, including nutrition, exercise, and mindset to help you reach your goals at any stage of your journey. We will bring you science-based information to help you take charge of your fitness goals and give you the power to rise like a phoenix. All right, we're gonna get started here. Welcome back to Phoenix Rising. Uh, I've got a guest here today. I would like to welcome Sarah Fullerton from Next Step Fitness to the podcast. Sarah is a certified personal trainer who specializes in personalized home workouts for those of us that find it difficult to make the time to actually make it to the gym. So, which this day and age can be a real issue for some of us. Um, Sarah is also a registered nurse which heavily influences her approach to fitness. So thank you so much for agreeing to come on today, Sarah. I know my listeners are going to be really excited to enjoy this podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, Kaylee. I'm really happy to be here. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and get started. Um, I would like to dive right in here. And I know one of the first things that we deal with as coaches when we bring on new clients is I feel like People have tried a lot of things in the past and aren't seeing the results they want to see. And they're about willing to try anything and they're ready to dive all in. So I'm curious when a client does reach out to you to begin coaching and, but has never lifted before, where do you like to start them at and why? Great question. I love that. Um, so a lot of people that I love to work with are are exactly as you described, beginners to strength training, don't really have any formal strength training experience. And I really love working with those people because number one, I can get them on board and get them to fall in love with strength training. I am a certified um, personal trainer, like Kaylee mentioned, and I do specialize in weightlifting. That is what my training is focused on. Um, but also, Weightlifting is something that is very approachable regardless of what your ability level is. And I think people can sometimes hyper-focus on one area of weightlifting and say, well, I can only do that if I'm in a gym or I can only do that if I have a lot of equipment at my disposal. And one of the things that I really like to teach my clients is that that's not really the case. There's lots of ways to um, do resistance training in a way that feels approachable and in a way that doesn't really require any equipment. You can do it at any, in any location and at any time. And it helps get the buy-in, which breeds consistency over time, which is another thing that I'm really, really passionate about. Yeah, no, and I absolutely love that. And I would have to agree with you 100%. Um, people are ready to try anything. And they think that they have to have, like you said, a lot of equipment. Like I have to have a gym membership. I need to make sure I'm dedicated to go five days a week in order to see the results I want to see, which usually I feel like kind of paralyzes people where they just end up doing nothing instead of seeking the help they need. Yeah. So um, really one of the ways that I like to start working with people really regardless of their um, weightlifting experience is with some bodyweight training. And I'm a real big uh, proponent of bodyweight training. It allows you to learn those fundamental body movements, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more as we go on. Um, but yeah, like I said, regardless of their experience, I always want to start with some bodyweight movements. Um, it helps me assess where they're at. 
And it helps us dial in that strong foundation because again, like Kaylee said, I'm also a registered nurse, so I'm a big stickler for safety. I wanna make sure that before we add any weight to any sort of body movement, that we that we can do it safely. So I need to make sure that you can do it well with no weight at all before we add any sort of weight to the exercise. Oh my, yes, I am so glad you brought that up because that's so true. Like people wanna go all in and do these very advanced technical moves like a back squat or a deadlift, which are amazing moves. I will definitely give them credit, but most of us just aren't ready to dive right into those moves. And like, we need to feel like and understand how our body moves through space because it's probably been a long time for most of the clients we work with that have done anything athletic wise, I would think. Yeah. yeah, that's really true. And like you said, those movements are so important. And that's really how that's the foundation of how I like to train people is is with those functional body movements. And so when I'm talking about that, what I mean is, what can a human body typically do um, in most instances? So we can push things away from us, we can pull things towards us, we can hinge from the hips by to bend over, and we can squat down. And we can also resist rotation and provide stabilization with our core. Those five or six components really make up the, the breath encyclopedia of all strength training movements. So before we can dive into the cornucopia of exercises, I need to know as the trainer, how you push things, how you pull things, how do we keep you safe while we train you? Because if we keep you safe, we get the buy-in, we get consistency, and we get better results over time. Yes, I agree. Um, it's so important to base your training, like you said, off of these key movement patterns and not looking at it so much as I just need to complete this exercise, but I need to focus on practicing this movement in order to see those amazing results you're talking about. Yeah. So when it comes to body weight training, could you dive in a little bit and tell us some of the other benefits, if there are any, and maybe a little bit of the drawbacks to just using your body weight, if there are. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. So let's start with the, with the good news. So we'll always start with the pros. So I, I did mention a little bit of those um, previously. One of the benefits is you don't need any equipment. So a lot of um, the clients that I'm currently training are working out in their homes uh, for various reasons. Some people don't have time to go to the gym. Some people don't live uh, where it's convenient for them to get to a fitness facility. Everybody's got their own unique set of circumstances, but people will come to me and they'll say, you know, I'm, I'm interested in learning about strength training or I'm interested in learning about weightlifting, but I don't have any weights. And so a real thing that I am very passionate about is removing barriers. We wanna make the decision as easy as possible. So I say to them, we don't need any equipment. You don't need to go out and, and make a huge investment of money and equipment. There's lots of things you can do with your own body that is effective, which gives, which you know adds to the buy-in. So no equipment necessary to do this to begin. You can perform it anywhere. You can do it at home. You can do it outside. You can do it at the gym. You know, even if you're, you don't need to use the equipment, equipment if you don't want to, you can just utilize your own body weight. It's easily adapted to any ability level. So even from the most novice beginner to the most advanced person can find a variation of a bodyweight exercise that is going to be appropriate for them. And another thing that I like that's fun is that it's easy to do together because you don't need a lot of equipment because you don't need equipment. So it's much easier to do it with your friends and your family and um, to provide that additional like community accountability, which is which is fun. 
Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, so lots of pros. Um, If I were to say some cons is that there are certain limitations for certain movements in terms of equipment. And I'm thinking specifically of when I said back to the, the functional body weight movements is the pulling exercise. In some instances, it is difficult to really engage the back muscles like the pulling um, movement without utilizing some type of equipment, but I'll get, I'll get into that a little bit more later. Um, and there's also certain limitations in terms of increasing intensity. There are different ways of making exercises more challenging, but there, there is a common thought that, oh, body weight training is just for beginners. And then you graduate out of that and you need to add weight. That is true. It depends. You know, the best answer to that is yes, but, you know, always of age. And when it comes to coaching, I feel like, (laughs) you know, I always say that you can really um, judge a person's experience in a certain field by their answers in that way. If they say yes, but, you know, or it depends, you know, because it really does. Everybody's got a unique set of circumstances. So I would say the, the the only con really is that sometimes you have to be a little bit more creative, but you know, that's where, not, necess- not necessarily a con if you're working with a qualified fitness professional, you exactly. know? Exactly. That's where a coach comes in very handy because we just, it's hard to come up with the things on your own if you haven't taken the time to do the research and the learning behind it. But that actually leads me into the next question on how do you know when you're ready to move on from body weight training and maybe invest in equipment or a gym membership? So I think the question here is what, what is the feeling behind wanting to move on? So I've done this with, you know, previous clients that I've worked with. If, and we'll use this as an example and we'll just say, you know, someone comes to me and they've been working with me for a little while and we've done some body weight training and they say, okay, I'm ready for some weight, you know? So what I'm thinking as the coach is, are they solid in their body weight movements now? Are they ready to, to add load to these movements? And if the answer is yes, then we can start exploring that. And do they have access to equipment? So, you know, are they ready to either purchase their own equipment or are they, are they, do they have access to a fitness facility where they can utilize uh, different types of equipment? If they're coming to me and asking me that, then that means that the interest is there. So I want to honor that and make sure, okay, we can definitely figure out a way to um, to integrate equipment into your routine. But on the, on the um, opposite side, what I really want your listeners to hear from me is that that is not necessary to get a good workout. If you don't have access to equipment or if you don't have, like, I don't want people to think, oh, well, I don't have weight, so I can't get a good workout. That is just false. That is completely false. So if the if the, so I guess full circle moment to go back to the original question, I would say they're ready when the movement pattern can be, can, can be uh, done safely and effectively utilizing just body weight. If they can squat well without pain, then we can add weight if they, if they feel like they're ready for it. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Basically. So what I'm, what I'm hearing from you is you're ready to move on once you have basically perfected the technique of body weight movements to keep you safe and keep you progressing as long as you're like you said you want to take them in a path where they're expressing interest so you want I think where a lot of coaches go wrong that they know the science behind the movements and what is going to do well for the client but they forget to take into the consideration on 
is the client having fun? Are they having a good time? Because otherwise, this isn't something that they're going to be able to sustain lifelong. And we both know that this is something that, yes, it will help you get to your goals, but you need to be able to do something that you're going to keep doing for the rest of your life in some shape, way, or form. And that requires having fun. (laughs) Exactly right. I couldn't agree more, Kaylee. And um, I am very interested in collaborating with the clients. It's not, I am the all-knowing trainer and you're going to do what I say. Like that is just not how I train. If they are coming to me and saying, I'm ready to do the barbell and I want to do it, then I'm going to get them under that bar as as soon as I can in a safe way, you know? Because if they are interested, that means that the buy-in is already there, which is sometimes the hardest part, you know? So how can we keep them engaged doing something they want to do safely and effectively, you know? So maybe we add load to certain movements and because all of these things don't progress linearly all all at the same time. Like some things we could add weight to right away if they're feeling solid in that movement. Some things are a little bit more advanced and take longer periods of time. Again, when you have a coach helping you make these choices, it's much easier. Right. It's all definitely individual to the person. We're all starting off on different chapters and some people just find the coordination a lot quicker than others. Like I've had Some clients pick it up within the first two sessions and then other ones, it takes a year, but you have to not base your journey off somebody else's for sure. We just need exactly right. Exactly right. And to add to that, if it, if it takes you a year to get solid in that movement, that doesn't mean let's use squats as an example. That doesn't mean that you're just doing air squats for a year. There's lots of different movements that we can do to keep it interesting, to keep you engaged and to still dial in that movement pattern, you know, um, again, to keep things interesting. My clients that I do home-based workouts with, I usually do about a six week cycle for workouts. And so we'll change, we'll change exercises about every four to six weeks, depending on the frequency of workout. And all of the movement patterns are addressed and they do all different exercises. So the clients are like, this is so cool. I get to change exercises. And, you know, they're utilizing different um, stances, different holds, different balance challenges. There's lots of different ways to, um, to do it, to keep it interesting. So again, you do not need equipment. If you do not have access to equipment or whatever, we want to remove the barriers of entry. There's lots of different ways to challenge yourself and to have fun with strength training. Yes, 100% agree. And you always, I mean, I have to throw this in there. You always want to start off with as little as possible to elicit the most amount of change because we want to be able to grow and adapt as we move on and not overwhelm our bodies and get burnt out, basically. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hey guys, I just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying the show, please do me a huge favor and take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your story on IG or Facebook and tag me on IG at Kaylee Montoya Fitness or on Facebook at Kaylee Montoya Houston so I can reach out and thank you personally. Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you get your podcast from. This greatly helps the show grow so we can help more people reach their own health and fitness goals. Okay, so I'm curious to know just a little bit more about you and your own training, which I'm sure a lot of the listeners would be curious too, but do you, being a coach and a trainer, do you utilize bodyweight training yourself? Yes, absolutely I do. Um, One of the 
One of my favorite uh, bodyweight movements is the chin-up because it's incredibly challenging. You know, you do need a little bit of equipment to do it. Like you can technically do it on like a door frame or like on a monkey bar at a, at a park or, you know, a chin-up bar if you have one at your house. But that is an incredibly challenging exercise. And it is something that I have personally wanted to work on. So that is integrated into my training a lot. Um, also, I just recently finished a workout cycle myself that was almost completely body weight based over Christmas in January, like December, January holiday time. I didn't have a whole ton of time to get to the gym regularly like I normally like to do. So I wanted to work out at home. And so I wanted to kind of challenge myself in that way. And I'll confess that I was like, no, this is probably going to be easy. It was not. I was shocked at how challenging changing your stance, changing positioning, changing the tempo of just utilizing your body weight really was. It challenges your body in a different way. And so those adaptations are very beneficial because we want our body. Our body is not only statically moving in one position all day long. We're constantly rotating, moving in all different uh, directions. And, and yeah, I was like, wow, this is tough. <laughs> it is crazy that even us as coaches who have been doing this forever and have used weights and used different tools and equipment that we kind of, I'm like you, and I like to go back to body weight training periodically and throw that in. And it is a shocker and an eye opener. And it just shows me how much more I can improve myself by doing that body weight training, especially when we work on like single leg movements or single arm movements, or like you said, the chin up, which is, I think something that a lot of women actually would like to be able to do. It's a very strong, powerful movement. I almost qualify that next to a deadlift. I see a lot of my ladies performing a deadlift and being able to make it to a chin up. And it's just you see their faces like light up with pride when they can actually move their body that way and feel that strength. So I'm right there with you on the chin up. I think the chin up is a very underrated move. Yeah. I have some of my uh, clients now working towards their first body weight chin up and to see the progression of, I could never do that to, I think I could do that. Just see, just that attitude change of what is possible is just so cool to watch. And, you know, like I said, all you, the only thing you need is time practice and I guess, you know, monkey bars or a door <laughs> frame, you know, at your house to, to do that. And so I think that that is really, really very interesting as a coach to kind of help instill that in people. And again, that it all goes back to, you don't need a lot to get started. You know, we can work with, we can meet you where you're at and just help you out on that progression forward, wherever it is you want to go as a, as a client. So yes, it's very I cool. Absolutely love that. That right there, what you're speaking to shows how good of a coach you are yourself, being able to not force people into your knowledge and what you have. And just like you said, meeting them right where they're at and helping them grow step-by-step step from that point on. So I absolutely love Love. Well, my my ulterior motive is to get them, you know, love and strength training. So I do have an ulterior motive, but <laughs> motive. That's a good place to be at because so many benefits. And like I said, you being a registered nurse, you even I think understand the benefits more so than some people do. 
All right. So the, I want to be respectful of your time. So the last question here, um, I know we spoke earlier before this interview and you said you were, we would be willing to possibly share uh, a training resource with the listeners here. And I thought maybe you could go into some of your, your favorite body weight moves, and then we can always drop that resource below in the, in the show notes, if you're still willing to share that. Oh, I'd love to. I'd be happy to to share this. So I do have, as Kaylee mentioned, um, a bodyweight strength training guide that is um, a nine-page PDF that kind of goes over some of my favorite bodyweight movements. There's three different variations of each exercise, which means that there's like a beginner level, a more intermediate level, and advanced level of each of these exercises. And I kind of go over it it's broken down by those body weight movements, like I had mentioned um, in the beginning when Kelly and I first started chatting together. So there's a push exercise, which is a push up. There is a pulling exercise, which is um, uh, an inverted row or a or a body weight row that you would do on a door frame. So you don't need any equipment for that one. Um, there's a hinge exercise that's hinging, bending from the hips, and that would be a glute bridge or um, a hip hinge exercise. And then um, for squats, that's bending from the knees to squat down. There's just a regular box squat where you would be sitting into a chair. Um, and also, I think there's a Bulgarian split squat in there too because for the for the advanced version. I know. <laughs> you guys um, see my face right now. I don't know. If you've ever tried a Bulgarian? I swear to this day, it's a love hate exercise for me, and it never gets easier. There's always ways to make it tougher, but. Such a great movement. So that, um, for those of you that are not familiar with this particular exercise, you have, it's, you're kind of in a split squat stance, like you're in a lunge stance and your rear leg is elevated behind you. So not only is it a stance challenge because you're not, your feet are not parallel. So it's a little bit unstable. There's more, even more of a balance challenge because your rear leg is elevated. So most of your weight is on the front quadricep, the front thigh, and the front leg. So it, like Kaylee said, it is a, it is a very tough exercise. But again, full circle, do you need equipment to do that exercise? No, that exercise is incredibly challenging with no equipment at all. So what are we doing? We're just, we're just manipulating different variables. You know, we're, we're taking away stability. We're utilizing a single leg at a time. I'm telling you, the the possibilities are absolutely limitless for the ways that you can manipulate different exercises to meet whatever the current ability level is without utilizing little to no equipment. So so yeah, and then to to follow to uh, round us off for core exercises, I do my two favorite core exercises, which are planks and different variations of planks and a exercise called a dead bug, which isn't something that, which is something that I didn't know about until I became a trainer, which is a really good core stability exercise. Basically you're lying on your back like a dead bug and you're, 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 you're moving your limbs out in space and your core is there to help stabilize you as you're moving your arms and legs. And there's lots of different levels of that exercise. I do dead bugs myself all the time. It's one of those exercises that looks really easy until you actually do it. <laughs> oh, I agree. I, I utilize dead bugs in my own training and a lot of my clients' training. And I, the look you they get, especially for some of my in-person, when you call it a dead bug and they kind of just eyeball you and be like, what is she getting ready to have me do? <laughs> 
Yeah, I always love the exercises that look easy and then you're like, oh no. (laughs) Yes, that they sneak up on you like that. But thank you so much for for being willing to share this guide with a lot of my listeners. I can just tell this through this conversation how passionate you are about helping women in their fitness journey and learning to love resistance training and especially body weight training itself. I think it it gets um, some slack. Like not very many people want to use it because it's not sexy. So and mm-hmm. I, I can tell that you are not that way at all. Well, I think the at the end of the day, what I really want to convey to people is that there is a huge spectrum of strength training and it can be customized to any ability level, to any sort of access to equipment. You know, I, I am in the business of removing barriers to fitness. And if you are interested in, you know, learning more about how this is going to help you specifically, you know, that is something that a fitness professional can help you with. That's something that Kaylee could help you with. That's something that I could help you with or any seek out advice. If you are interested in this, there is nothing that should uh, be put in your way in terms of uh, getting started in a way that feels right for you and in a way that makes sense for for your unique set of circumstances. I agree 100% here. We're definitely on the same page. I know we've had an interview together before on your podcast and it was one of my favorites. And I know we chatted for quite a while afterwards, just because we're on such the same brain wavelength, basically, when it comes to helping women and just wanting to share our passion with others. So absolutely. Yeah, I'm so ha- I'm so happy to do it. You know, it's 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 a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, I'm going to end this with a, a surprise question that I didn't inform Sarah about. Oh, <laughs> I can throw off guard. But basically, it's still about uh, resistance training. But I would just like to know if you could only perform three moves, three resistance training moves for the rest of your life, what mm. three moves would those be? Three. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to give you three. I'm, I'm going to make it a little bit better than just one. Hmm. Well, see, now I'm like, how can I combine, how can I combine different movements, you know, because I could say, oh, I could do a squat to an overhead press and there's the the squat and the push. She's going to get around this. She's going (laughs) to circuit. Well, if there's only three, then it would have to be one upper body movement, one lower body movement, one core movement, I guess. So I really like deadlifts. So one type of exercise, I guess, would be a deadlift. And you can do lots of different variations of deadlifts. Um, I know you had mentioned previously when you were talking about your your own clients and deadlifting and the fa- and the face they make when they're like, I lifted this huge thing off the ground. That's me. I love I loved that. Me too. So deadlifting for sure. Um, probably the chin-ups, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then the third one. Gosh, this is tough. Right. It is. It makes you think. So I like that. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I guess. See, like, I don't love planks, but they're very effective. So (laughs) you're definitely not on my top of the list. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess if it had to be a core exercise, I would like the the dead bugs, all the different variations of dead bugs. Yeah. 
So I'm glad that I live in a world where I don't have to pick. Just right? <laughs> me too. Those are three very good choices that will keep you keep you good. Just because the deadlift encompasses so much, you're working from the neck down on the deadlift, yeah. basically. So that's, that's true. You're doing one. your back. You're doing your back too. So maybe I, maybe I should switch the chin ups to to push ups instead. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you can balance. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, oh, well, sir, I'd love to hear if you have anything else you want to add that maybe we didn't touch on, I uh, think the listeners can benefit from, benefit from. I guess the main takeaway that I'd like your listeners to, to go home with after listening to this, and I, I know that I've spoken on this before, is that there, if you have any interest in pursuing this, there is a way to make it work for you. You know, I am definitely a huge proponent of everybody's on their own unique journey. We all come to this with our own unique experiences and ability levels and strength training in all of its different iterations is accessible. If you are working with a qualified fitness professional that that knows what they're doing, they can figure out a way to make it work for you and not the other way around. You know, there is there is a way to utilize strength training to help you regardless of what your ability level is, regardless of what your experience level is. And just being able to ask yourself that question, like, how could I do this in a way that would be fun? Because if it's fun and you enjoy it, you're going to keep doing it. So, um, you know, I guess that's that would be my main takeaway is that if you are interested in learning a little bit more about this, I would love it if you would reach out to Kaylee or to myself. We're here to help you guys. Um, you know, this is something that she and I are, we went into this business because we're passionate about strength training and we're passionate about helping people. And so there's there are lots of different ways to do this. And so we can help you figure out the way that, that works best for you. I absolutely love that. I can't even add to that. You said it perfectly. So I love that. And I'm sure hopefully we'll do more collabs in the future with different maybe trainings, maybe live trainings, maybe. More oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Hey, awesome. I, I, I think a lot of people can benefit from these conversations. So I love that. I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go on in your day and I'll hopefully get you back on in the future. All right. Thank you so much for having me on Kaylee. I loved it. You're welcome, Sarah. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Rising. For more information on how to take charge of your fitness goals, follow me on IG or Facebook, or you can head over to KayleeMontoyaFitness.com to apply for a free coaching call today. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show, shoot me an email to KayleeMontoyaFitness at gmail.com. Don't forget to catch us on the next episode.